0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first new episode of the DKM Podcast starting 2022. I am fucking excited, guys. How are you guys feeling today?
1: I'm chilling, dude. New year. Enjoying the nice, cool weather. Obviously, here in the deep south down here in Florida. Deep
2: south, uh, yeah. I mean, there's
1: no way to really say it because when you say the south, everyone thinks about uh, Louisiana, Texas, Tennessee. Yeah, like, but dog no (laughs) like no it's it's really funny florida Florida, you
0: gotta go you gotta go up north to get to the deep south
1: apparently yeah
0: yeah which is why they say the
1: word deep south which i don't quite understand because obviously florida is the most south you can go you know uh obviously uh for those who aren't aware uh everyone here knows it at least us recording um in key west there is a point that says the most southern point of the it's, U.S. It's right? It's
2: not. It's not. It's actually the Navy base that's next to it.
1: Right. I get that. But they make it as a landmark, like an actual yeah. land thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there's a most northern part of the U.S. anywhere in Alaska, because I know over there it's it's way up north. It's way up cold. So I wonder if it's the same thing. Same thing with east and west. Wouldn't most it be western the western point? The
2: continental United States, like. Alaska is separated by Canada, so.
1: True, but it's still U.S. Like, it's an actual state. Yeah, it
2: could be a state, but it's not connected to the other states. So, yeah, we're. I mean, so it's dumb. But, like, what about Hawaii? Hawaii is a fucking island. Hawaii is an island. Yeah,
1: honestly, the history with the United States and Hawaii is kind of scummy, but uh, I guess it's a state now. Which, fun fact, I think Hawaii is one of the few, if not the only state in America that grows their own coffee. Really? Like, yeah. Like, that, like for commercial use. Like, because it's an island and it's separated from everything else, America can just, you know, import it uh, from anywhere else and it's they have a flat rate. But since this is an island, it's got to go all the way. Yeah, in the middle of the
2: Pacific Ocean. I mean, holy crap. Well, right, you would so, think that it would be cheaper if it came from Japan. Just saying. Just saying. I I don't know the logistics behind it.
1: All I know is, is that apparently, it when it comes to like commercial use, it grows its own coffee bean. Right. And I think that's quite interesting that Hawaii Hawaii doesn't want to deal with extra <laughs> spending, extra money. But yeah, so far this year has been good. Uh, learning yeah, new so stuff. How,
0: let's uh, let's get to that. So. Uh let's uh recap uh little... oh wait, Kenny, uh we didn't
2: say it. how are you doing today? I, I'm mm-hmm. good. I mean new year. It's it's nice outside. Um obviously nowhere else in the United States is it nice outside <laughs> other than maybe California. Uh yeah, let's I see know. I had I'm a finally glad I could wear a hoodie. Yeah for once. I mean I I don't know. I I'm happy right now. It's a good time. Good. I'm in school school's good, so we good life's good that's good yeah
0: well uh yeah so the new year's finally here uh 2022 is finally here folks so before we get into looking forward let's uh take a step back and let's look at uh 2021 in the recap so how would you guys describe uh year 2021
1: in what regards are In what lens are reviewing this because obviously I mean there's... just in
0: general like how would you describe it like if you could give it like a sentence just like and then we could just go from there um recovery Recover? yeah i i was about to say the same thing
1: because obviously uh, uh the big thing that everyone's recovering from and it's it's uh people have lost some folks people have uh lost businesses lost jobs lost uh friends and family uh, lifestyles uh a lot of people well i guess florida it being its own you know wacky state uh that um what do you call it that uh Likes to do its own rules. Everyone's like, "Oh, look, Florida's over there, not following like certain guidelines, CDC guidelines, and yada yada yada." So, like, I guess some sort of semblance of normality came back to Florida a little bit faster than the rest Florida of the states. Florida
0: is uh, essentially a custom game lobby,
1: basically, right? So, like, a lot of the U.S. is still like, like, look at New York and California that they have their own, um, what do you call it? Their own set of rules about Dude, they want to be a frickin-
2: they want to be their own country, pretty much. They might as well be. <laughs>
1: Right, but Florida is doing its own thing, like it's its own country. That's the whole point of the uh, the the federal United States that each country is supposed to do their own thing. I mean, each state. I'm sorry, supposed to do their own thing. Yeah. Whereas the federal government government oversees certain things that the states can't really right. pass. So like, there's certain like. Thought this like, was America. But either way, like, obviously, Florida, like, we stopped caring about masks. So, like, a a semblance of normality has come back to this state a lot faster. But obviously, people are still recovering um, with this new variant. I won't say the name in case, you know, the video gets shadow banned or flagged or something. It's not as lethal. So people are, like, people are legit treating it like it's a a joke. Uh, A lot of people have been getting That's
0: the crazy thing, though, because so many people I know have gotten the
2: variant. Mm -hmm. Me too. I I got the new one.
1: I think in Florida, one in three cases that are tests uh, for uh, to see if you had it or not. Um, I think yeah, one in three, about thirty-three or thirty-four percent of it. I think it was thirty-six actually percent of them came back positive. So like it's it's sure it might be the minority, but it's still a lot of cases and how uh, infectious it is. But I mean, this this is the part where people are getting really tired of the actual disease itself, uh, the virus, I should say, and people are just like. We don't care anymore and they're pushing that whole thing to to normality and recovery so i I would say 2021 is more for recovery um obviously the industry that we love the most when it comes uh, when it comes to like what we consider as a hobby uh gaming and live streaming has blown up because a lot of people have been staying home a lot of people have been focusing on staying home with regards to working as well so uh, 2021 was very an interesting year where a lot of people were like hey we get to do a lot of new stuff. We get we we needed to get rid of a lot of old stuff. So twenty twenty one is very a uh, hard year, but it, it's recovery, I would say. So that's that's my so, TED talk.
0: Okay, but yeah, but like I want to get like more of your personal take on it. Like, how was your twenty twenty one? Like, did, mm. did anything change in twenty twenty one that you feel like is different from twenty twenty? I am
1: looking at this
0: more like a recap thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: well, start of the year, I I got the the Rona. Right. But like mm. the one where you lost your taste and everything, and at the very beginning. But I like that's all that ever happened to me. And the rest of the year was pretty chill. I just played a lot of video games. Obviously, we focused on the, um, mm on this podcast we uh we were fresh but that
0: is something to commend we have been doing this podcast for over a year now right so that's you know i didn't think we were honestly I didn't, it's kind of crazy when you look back and in the grand scheme of things like we did this whole podcast with varying results for over a year now and that's something to commend you know yeah that's true yeah that's it's true just a
1: bunch of boys just talking over on the microphone separated by a couple of miles in between us so yeah it's 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 pretty chill uh but so far, this year's been pretty, like, the same overall. Nothing really too big happened uh, uh, other than just enjoying my life, being humble for what I have. And that's really it.
2: Okay. So, nothing drastic. What about you, Kenny? So, I mean, I started school in uh, 2021. I got a new job that I like. And um, okay. let's see. Uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of been a roller coaster for 2021, For being honest, like, i pretty much started the year out in a completely different like work field and now i'm looking towards my future where you know software engineering game game development is going to be my future after that year there's also there was also a lot of like i don't want to say down like bad things that happened but like there was Mm -hmm. certain things that kind of made 2021 you know crappy but overall it was a good it was a better year than 2020 by far right right
0: okay well as for my take um i i'd say like how marco said it my my opinion about 2021 was it was a very recovery year um if i could describe it like this like ninth uh 2020 was like the eye of the storm for me it was when life was getting pretty stressful uh mainly with my job like every night was always a problem with the mask mandate and the and and all the jackasses we had to deal with at my job it was just so aggravating and 2021 kind of rolled around and i I was like you know you know i wanted to leave my job in 2020 because it was just so stressful but at the time i was like so hesitant because it was like you know not a lot of people are able to you know secure a job you know and a lot of people were getting laid off left, right and center. So it was kind of a time where it's like, yeah, I want to leave this job because shit's aggravating. But how would I be sure if I'm going to find anything else? So when 2021 rolled around, I was like, okay, I'm going to let it, you know, let the waves pass a little and see how everything looks before I make like any of those uh, drastic jumps or changes in my life. And I would say I was dragging my feet a little but at the way I looked at it was like, you know what? I went through a whole year of bullshit and dealing with all that mess in 2020 that I'm okay with 2021 being a little bit more calmer and a little bit more easier. Um, but. But aside that, though, uh, I uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, certain things like i'm glad that we did get this podcast show up and running some changes have been happening I, I you know i decided not to stream on on twitch anymore to go stream on youtube which hopefully with uh with 2022 rolling around and that update they mentioned gets dropped uh fairly soon yeah. um hopefully i'll be able to get back into streaming more consistently if my uh if you know the stars align and everything's been uh if everything is pretty good mm-hmm. but um yeah 2021 very calm very simple a little boring you might even say a little bit monotonous but honestly though after the shit show that was 2020 i'm not going to complain i rather have an easy year with less problems than having to change up everything every day but what i am going to say though is for 2022 though i want to see some changes in my life whether it be my job this channel this podcast my streams my youtube i just want to live my life a little bit more different because I'm tired of rep- repetition and monotony. Mm-hmm. And, um, I want to start 2022 off with, uh, getting myself, uh, a new job to get out of the overnight because, yeah, after three years, man, this shit's shit fucking wears yeah, you out. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And, I know that, that struggle all too well. Right. And
0: so I, I, I need to get the fuck out of that. I need to get myself a better, uh, cycle a little bit just so I could, um, Get myself in my ball rolling, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, what do you guys? Uh, any New Year's resolutions or plans you have for this current year?
2: Uh,
1: honestly, I've been pushing out my. Uh, uh, I went to a technical college, and at the end of it, you um you take this big old license test to take to take this federal license. That's basically we we're known worldwide. You just show it up to like any business that can accept it and they'll just be like yeah even though you're not from this country we'll take this because it's it's backed by the U.S. so like I I, I definitely need to like stop what's it called uh, uh, beating around the bush with that and just actually just go for it so that's that's one of my things and I've been actually studying for it uh, and yeah I, I, I feel like I was quite surprised as well like I've never had a new year's resolution saying like oh I'm gonna lose weight but um, I go to Planet Fitness often and Planet Fitness has an as a tracker that says hey so many people here are at this gym uh they have a little like crowd meter or whatever so the so at the gym you go up you scan your barcode and or they they log you in and then boom you're in but when or at the beginning of this year I saw the tracker it wasn't full usually the first week of of the new year the gym's full mm-hmm. perhaps that's yeah. be- that's because of the virus who knows but all I knows is that uh, a lot of people were trying to like avoid crowded places overall. So all I know right. is that a lot of people's new resolutions was to lose weight, but I wonder how they're going to go around it without actually going to the gym, you do, which is possible you do
2: at home, at home workouts. I mean, right. I, I just started, I just started riding my bicycle again. I mean, it's been, it's been a long time since I've ridden my bicycle and mm-hmm. I went fishing, you know, at, I've been trying to get out of the house more because I, you know, in between school and work and video games, it's like that's all I do. Yeah, you need a, you need that breath of fresh mm-hmm. air. You just need to turn off
0: the phone and just look at the grass a little, you know? Yeah, so touch some I grass. need to touch some grass, exactly. It really does wonders for you, though. I, I do recommend it. Like, just uh, I need to get back into it. I've just been really slacking on it, but yeah. uh, just taking that 30 minutes of just walking around your park or some shit, well, I mean, wonders to you. I'm, I'm you just yourself. waiting
2: for the update for you know, real life to happen. like, you know, the RTX update.
0: Yeah. Once they start adding the, uh, developer mode debug, you know, that's, that's when shit gets real fun.
1: What's crazy is that you're the, you're the lead developer in that. So, uh, but you don't have access to the developer tools. No, but you could access it some way, somehow in different ways. Like you can, you can help develop your health in a better way by, well, developing better health, uh, habits, Honestly, like the biggest part of health, uh what was it? Being healthy isn't so much exercising; it's it's getting the habit, like, uh, ingrained into your head. Yeah, getting this habit of getting
2: a good habit of eating and working out and walking and you know just eating healthy foods and yeah, doing doing things that aren't harmful to your body, like just good practice habits, essentially. It's st- one of those things
0: where it's like, oh I'm sorry. No, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say that uh, it's just one of those things where it's like if you ask anybody who goes to the gym regularly, like they don't even think about it. It's just like, you know, you wake up and go wash, you know, you wake up and go take a piss or you wake up and eat breakfast. Like to them it's like, all right, I got to wake up, I got to lose some weights. All right, now I start my day. Like they right. really put much thought into it. And that's like the I think the hurdle that most people don't they, they look at, like, getting into exercising, and they'll just be like, oh, my God, like, I have to wake up. I have to lift weights. I have to do this. But, like, that's that's how it works. Like, you have to treat it like a habit that you don't even think about it. You just do it. And then from then on, it just becomes second nature. I
1: One thing that would help a lot of people is, like, motivational speak. So, like, I know some people use Joe Rogan as a motivational, uh, like, his, at least his words to – to be motivated to exercise, like one of them is like, um, he was talking to this lady on the podcast, and he's she was saying like, oh, th- he was too tired to exercise, or whatever. And then Joe Rogan said, "What? What do you mean too tired? He like he couldn't move. He was like, no, no. He's like, could he walk? He's like, yeah, he could walk. He's like, oh yeah, if you can walk, you can exercise. And like, if if you read too much into it, yeah, of course. Like, if you can walk, doesn't necessarily mean you can exercise. But like, what he's saying is, sure, you may feel fatigued. Sure, you may feel." a little bit stressed and tired but the thing is like one of the great things human love like recuperating from when it comes to like feeling sad or stressed is either sex or exercise you do one of those two or even both your body's really gonna be like damn whatever i felt bad about i don't remember what it was now because your body really really knows how to detox itself from whatever ails you through exercise and through sex so uh, obviously, a lot of people need to understand. Like the biggest part of, of being healthy isn't so much the life's like isn't so much the eating, isn't so much um, calorie counting, isn't so much exercise. It's just getting that habit, and that's the biggest part. Um, uh, like what you said, Daniel. Like walking thirty minutes. One of the biggest things I ever do. Whenever I think I'm starting to feel down, I go outside and I walk. I walk and take sun and receiving that vitamin D. It is it does wonders just just walking Marcus, obviously a like of the sun that vitamin out. d exactly <laughs> i'm out often anyways but there's there it, it's it's a different feeling when you're just walking and it does wonders to your body and your health if you just take in some sun uh so i i, I feel like with new year's resolutions like obviously a lot of people don't want to go to the gym like they don't want to really be, be out often and it led to some people getting sick but yeah it's like just go outside dude not even touch grass just just, just sunbathe dude Taking the sun so it just, is what it is man
0: I, I'll tell you one thing though one of my favorite things to do is just go outside in my backyard and just pet my cat and just watch the sunset like that's just it's so relaxing it does wonders to you
1: yeah especially since given that you uh, your line of work and the time you go in uh, you have that luxury to... to At least, not, I wouldn't say luxury. I'm sorry. You have that mentality that, hey, I see the sunset. Now my day is technically starting with my job. So, like... Yeah.
0: Uh, it's just kind of a nice calm before the storm.
1: Right. I think when it comes to... Uh, what do you call it? When it comes to um, uh,
0: New Year's resolutions,
1: I, a lot of people think that going into into the New Year's resolutions doing certain things is easy to say. and People think it's easier said than done. The thing is, if, if, if you view motivation, like if you view that you need motivation to do a certain thing, you'll never really, really succeed. Motivation, like if you think you're just going to get motivation prior to doing something, you'll, you'll never get it. Uh, most people get motivations when they're already in it, when they're already in the thick of it. And they're like, well, I'm already in it. Time to keep on going. So a lot of people, what they tend to do is... Go to the gym. Heck, you just go to the parking lot and stay in the parking lot, and then the motivation comes. It comes prior to that. It's like, hey, or maybe I'm inside the gym. Then they get the motivation to work out. It's 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 that you need to start that habit. People need to know that, hey, motivation doesn't come when uh, prior to you doing the thing. Motivation comes when you do it. So, what motivates you to push more weight to 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 beat your your last PR right uh it's only because you're already there you already have that mentality so one, if if you want to take any advice to any of our listeners if, if you want to actually like lose weight every day after work just just go to the parking lot of the gym and just sit there even if you feel like you don't want to and you're tired just sit there and eventually just be like damn it I might as well just go inside and or just, so even the better yet, just stay inside until you decide whether you want to stay there or not. Uh, but at least you made that first step. Right. And it just <laughs> keeps going and going and create that habit. Once you made that habit, eventually you'll just be working out in no time. So
0: it kind of reminds me of that joke that, uh, S- uh, Steven Stallone said, uh, in one of the Rocky movies where like he rent, you know, when he goes up to those steps and then he says like, you know what, I've been running up and down these steps for years and I never realized that this building had such pretty pictures in it. Mm.
1: Oh Yeah. So, <laughs> Cause he's
0: tunnel visioned, yep. So, uh, but yeah, I, I get where you're coming from, Marcos. Um, so Kenny, any uh, anything you're looking forward to this year? Anything you want to change resolution. for the better?
2: Um, I mean, it's very like very typical, but I do want to lose like 50 pounds, but that's my goal entirely is to okay. lose 50 pounds before the end of the year, if not get very close to it. Um, doing uh, that, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that by fasting right now during mm-hmm. the week. Careful <laughs> with that.
1: I know. You want to be careful with that. I know. Only but... because, like, you got to do proper fasting. Uh, you don't want to do, like, sudden fasting because then your body will think you're in
2: a uh, you're in a starving situation yeah. and it holds on to fat. Yeah. No, I, eat, I eat, you know, I eat from 1 to 8. Yeah. And then I fast the rest of the day. Oh, night. you're doing intermittent things? Yeah, I'm doing the intermittent fasting. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. No, that's cool. I mean, you didn't know. I didn't tell you, but... right right. yeah it's it's uh it's been interesting starting it again after so long like i want to get back to doing stuff that i haven't done in a long time like just randomly going out fishing and uh, riding my bicycle for a couple hours at a time and uh you know just going outside doing stuff because i've gotten i've gotten to the point where it's like kind of like a hermit in a way i don't want to go out i don't want to do things i'm you know, I'll, I'll go out, I'll hang out with you guys. Um, But that's once in a blue moon. It's not like we go and hang out every day. Right. Granted, I mean, our our schedules don't line up properly. But even then still, like, I can probably go and hang out with Marcos. Because him and I are prat- practically, we work throughout the week. And then we have our weekends off. Yeah. So... I don't know. I just I just wanna lose weight and I wanna get back into doing things that I used to do. Does it okay. ever yeah, I does it ever bother right. you guys to eat the same thing every day? No. Even
0: though it's tasty? No. no.
2: Yes
0: and no. Yes and no. What do you mean yes and no? <laughs> Like I, I, I have a, like me, I eat like shit all the time and I'm, you know, when you're away from your house all the time, you don't really exactly have time to cook and shit and I don't know how to cook. Um, And when you're at a job that doesn't let you go out as often or you don't want to Uber eats and shit like that, um, you tend to fall back to eating shit that, you know, isn't good for you and probably isn't that good, but you just fall back to, cause you know, it's reliable for the most part. Um, And I tell it to people, it's like, yeah, I don't really enjoy it, but I'm not really going to get anything else. But that's all me. I'm well aware of that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, I enjoy eating McDonald's. But at the same time, I'm also like, damn,
2: I'm eating McDonald's. That's how I've been with Taco Bell. Like, I can eat Taco uh, Bell every day. But that's only because I can eat Del Taco every day.
1: Well, the thing is, I I can't eat McDonald's the way I used to anymore. Because once I got into going to the gym often and working out. It makes you feel like crap. The thing is, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, if I eat McDonald's or Burger King or anything else, sure. Do but... you guys? I used to have this happen to me. Do you guys ever eat McDonald's and your heart rate goes up really fast? I remember that happened to me once when I was in school. No, no? it only no. ever happens to me whenever I eat fast. But that's about it. He's fast as
2: fuck, boy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> when I when I eat fast, like obviously, like I'm not taking my time
0: to breathe as much, and then yeah,
1: but no, I don't, I don't get that. Mm.
0: That's weird. Okay.
2: Yeah, no, I don't get that. That was
0: just something I remembered. I haven't happened in recently, but I remember reading about it. I was like, why why is my heart rate going up really fast? And so, oh, it's probably the food you just ate. Well, yeah, I mean,
2: you're eating unhealthy food, but it shouldn't do that to you.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I was just wondering if that's ever happened to anybody else. But yeah, what were you saying, Marcos?
2: I was going to say
1: the only reason why, like, a lot of people have this sort of mentality of not eating. Like, okay, this mentality of not eating the same thing every day. uh, It was so dumb. When in twenty twenty, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't order out and I can't and like I, I want to eat something different every day. It's like, dog, quit being so damn entitled. It's not that bad. You can mm-hmm. eat. You can just look if you want to eat something different every day. Get the exact same chicken breast, just season it differently, and you'll, you'll be eating technically something different. But like, holy crap, like one of like one of the greatest things I I feel like for me when it comes to like weight loss journey, uh, I can eat chicken breast every freaking day. Only because it's so yeah, damn Chicken easy breast to is me. good. I can make it every I day. It grilled. Grilled, well.
2: Yeah, grilled chicken. Mm, breast I've always been is, a grilled chicken. It's pretty good. You, I like grilled chicken.
1: One thing I recommend doing is, uh, and I've tried it once, and it came out nice. <laughs> I, I grabbed chicken breast, I, I flattened it out, and uh, I, I put some oil on it, a little bit of olive oil on it, and then my whatever seasoning I wanted, and then I threw it in the air fryer. That shit came out so fucking good. So good. So but all I'm saying is like one of the big things like people need to learn how to do is like, hey, I'm gonna eat the same thing every day and that's it. Just rice and chicken. And you'll survive. You'll be fine.
0: I mean but, yeah, you um, could eat bread and water and just live off of that. Well, bread and water doesn't you don't sustain
1: get, you. Yeah, you don't
2: get you don't get your <laughs> nutrients no, or, of course or it's anything insane. like that. That's what I'm,
1: right, Right. Um but I will say though the the uh when it comes to like fast foods. When I've seen somehow European people eat, they'll eat fast food every day. But if you look at how much they eat, it's it's night and day difference. Obviously, when it comes to Americans, like Americans gotta eat. Sized. Yeah, exactly. So like that's what I'm saying. That like e- even these people who are still skinny, they can eat unhealthy, but these people don't tend to be
0: super overweight because, they, because they, their uh,
2: intake food. is is much less. Of course, so that's what I'm like because if
0: you, it's kind of like with a. Uh, Japan's like sweets and stuff. Yeah. Like as an American, if you go eat Japanese sweets, oh yeah, I had yeah. mochi not, not too long,
2: not too long ago. And
0: it's because they don't they don't put as much sugar as we do.
2: Yeah, wait, 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 wait. We
1: can't forget though. If you go to Me- Mexico, right, and you eat one of their candies, it's a lot sweeter because they use pure cane sugar. Yep. compared right. to us using high fructose corn syrup. Yep. So, yeah, it's 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 a big difference. It's night and day, dude. Like Mexicans, technically per capita, are
2: the is the, they're the most obese country in in the world. i didn't but thank you for the information (laughs) america's number two (laughs) so yay well at least we're not number one if we were number one that'd be an issue we were number one for a while but yeah yeah yeah. um yeah no i think it's because their intake is is much smaller also you got to remember like a cheeseburger from mcdonald's is 420 calories Just a cheeseburger. Yeah. So if you wanted to have like a cheeseburger and then maybe a real small fry or even just a cheeseburger or two cheeseburgers, that could be your meal. And then like that's 800 calories out of, I don't know, if you were doing like a 2000 calorie diet, you can throw in a snack in the middle and then have another meal at the end of your night or, you know, the end of Mm -hmm. your day.
1: All right. But that comes with appetite control, obviously.
2: Yeah. But like I'm just saying in general, like. That's, that's the thing is you can have a protein cookie and it be the exact same amount of calories as that cheeseburger from McDonald's and the cheeseburger has more protein. Right. I think,
1: uh, uh, what was it yesterday? I was cooking a burger for myself And I I looked at the, obviously, the the ingredients, right, and and whatever the patty had. Mm -hmm. And the patty itself was 380 calories, and uh, this was a third pounder. Right. And then the bun added, like, an extra 30. And I look at, and I try to look up, like, hey, like, what burgers are comparable to this? And I'm like, like, like a regular hamburger. And it turns out (laughs) none of the freaking burgers, any of them from McDonald's or Burger King or anything, like, you needed to get the small burgers in order to compare to them. Their bigger burgers are like eight hundred calories. And I'm like, yikes, that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But it was one of the typical burgers you get from Costco. So it tastes good. It's whatever you season it, and, and you're fine. But, uh, but, but Daniel, any New Year's resolutions for you specifically, other than that's I'm pretty sure it's something job related. Um,
0: uh well yeah i mean i wrote a list down of some idea, some uh new year's resolutions uh first one getting a new job uh managing a better work life balance i'm trying my best to like manage myself a little bit better because uh one things that really aggravates me the most about working overnight and the reason why that's like my number one priority Mm -hmm. is that my sleep cycle is, is fucked like for the last like week or so yeah you know my preferred way of how i like to function during the week give me one second uh sorry uh my preferred way of functioning during the week is that i rather just like go to work come home early in the morning go straight to bed get as much sleep as possible and then let wake up in the middle of the afternoon and get shit done um but lately it's been like i would get home and not be able to fall asleep until like two o'clock and by that time you have to like already go to sleep like if you're already going to go to work like you already need to sleep your eight hours right so uh that's just been kind of throwing me off the rocker a little bit like like the other night at work i was fighting for my life to stay awake i couldn't sleep well the other day and that was just like really really aggravating for me to uh stay up so that's why like priority number one get another job because everything else is kind of superfluous or it's related to that one thing and i need to get my balance uh together that's that's definitely one of the bigger things that i'm trying to do um other things uh mainly it's just production stuff just to be consistent because i do want to get this whole internet thing going on and i want to like be consistent like I'm, I'm tired of like putting things off or like putting things away and things like that but it's aggravating because you're way too tired or unmotivated to keep doing it because you know you're, you're fucking exhausted five days out of the week you know yep. you can even say even six um let's see um you know branching out you know trying to do more uh stuff uh exercising I finally learn how to cook i think that's something i should actually like really get around as someone who just turned 26 is to actually learn how to get behind a fucking kitchen um let's see uh, promise a day to get myself to get some rest. And honestly, though, if I could be honest, I really want to relearn how to play an instrument again. I really want to learn how to play bass guitar. And mainly, I've always wanted, and I've been really fascinated because you guys know me. I get super hyper focused on something. I want to learn it right as right. fast as possible. Like I wanted to learn how to skateboard earlier in 2020, but then the pandemic happened and we all had to stay inside all day. So I was like, "Fuck, I can't really." I was gonna go uh, learn how to skate with Marcos's cousin, but um, it just never went through. Never th- went through. Uh, but I really wanna learn how to play drums. I really wanna like get a drum kit. I want to get like a, an electronic drum kit to get somewhere fit in this cramped ass bedroom. but I really wanna learn how to play drums and maybe pick up guitar again or a bass guitar and maybe learn how to play guitar. I
2: mean, you don't really have space <laughs> For a drum kit, no, no but for no, a guitar, no, guitar no, kit? Yeah, a yeah guitar yeah,
0: but I was just saying that. so yeah that, that's something I, I really want to do i think learning an instrument is such a fa- is such an i think something that everybody needs to know at some point i think like learning how to play an instrument is so beneficial to the human body that it's it's really important it teaches you patience it teaches you practice it teaches you timing it, it, it's a lot of things and i think like everyone should learn how to play one instrument I will I'm say, a firm believer at that.
1: I, I agree with you. And the reason why I say that, much like with working out, at least when it comes to like weight training, um, that instrument like learning an instrument does is like you could see your own progression physically, mm-hmm. right? Like you could see that hey, I I couldn't play this certain progression here, but you know, through practice now, not super easy. Uh or uh one, one great way that a lot of people see like how, how, how well they've come up – like they've gone when it comes to like their music journey is like hey i was able to play this scale and i finished doing this scale in 10 seconds right but now i can do it in eight Now i can do it in six and because you could play faster you're a lot more accurate you're a lot more um uh uh, what do you call it? Accurate. You're a lot more accurate. You, you don't have any more dead notes when you're when you're doing it. Like it's it, it sounds full, and you're able to move your fingers around in a lot more fluid motion. So much like with weight training, uh, actually even more so uh, than weight training. In learning an instrument, you can see your own progression, and you can only get angry at yourself, really. Um, with skateboarding, it's not the same because with skateboarding, you need to uh, you need to like learn muscle memory, and that takes some time to learn. That takes some time to get used to. Uh, when it comes to working out, obviously it takes a lot more time, but you can see the gradual improvements even once you're on it. But when it comes to instruments, like with bass guitar, it's like, Hey, I couldn't hit this lick, but like after some time I've managed to get it and I can do it consistently. So that's one thing that a lot of people like, like I agree with you. Like a lot of people should learn how to play an instrument because it gets you focused it gets you how to break things down and it allows you to know how to like how to like learn how to practice things because you can see yourself get better uh as you go on so that's one one of the great things i learned about uh playing guitar that uh, the more i played the better i got and the more i saw myself get better so yeah
0: yeah that's that's pretty much the gist of it i just i feel like that That'd be something uh, fun to do was just pick up an instrument again and just get back into the pretension. I still have my old bass guitar, but that thing has been worn the fuck out since high school, like plugging it in and out that like the uh, the input um, thing is so loose. The jack. Yeah, it's so fucked at this point. That's like, you know what? I am just going to put this up on the wall and I'll just get another guitar at some point.
1: I mean, I'm sure it's fine now. Maybe just clean up the pickups, clean, uh, replace the no, strings. No, it
0: works. It still works, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, it's like that thing is barely hanging together by tape that I'd just rather just put it away. You know, it's done its part.
1: Can't wait for Chad Musker to give me a new guitar then because my thing is held together by tape. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very true. But so, uh, yeah. I guess, oh, let's... Uh,
0: what? What were you going to say?
1: I was going to say when it comes to like New Year's resolutions, it's mostly just about... Um, improving oneself but i think one thing everyone especially the uh here in this podcast and anyone listening to this podcast that uh when it comes to new year's resolution i I think you should focus on the collective the community itself and uh recently i i I had a friend who had issues when it comes to like self-harming themselves so i guess one thing i would say with new year's resolution is like hey like focus on your own mental health because a lot of people especially men, they, they, they gloss over it. They don't think it's that mm-hmm. important. But, like, also look out for other people's mental well-being as well, you know. Uh, a lot of people just, they go on life not having the same things that, like, the same privileges that we have, That like a good communication with their family, their friends. Some people might not have that. They may be yeah. in a toxic environment. So uh, I guess one thing a lot of people should look out for is, you know, especially for 2022 uh, is just, you know, just look out for other people. A sure. lot more so than than uh, the normal, and I try to put that that effort into it. So, so yeah, that's that's all I got, uh, else I gotta say about the news resolution.
0: Okay, so uh, let's uh, let's circumvent let's circle back around to that. Uh, so, what do you guys would say was your game of the year of last year?
2: Um, I mean, it's kind of obvious for me. Halo Infinite, hands down, has okay. been my game of the year so far. But there has been some close contenders. Um, Resident Evil Eight was pretty good. I'm not gonna knock it. Like that was a that was a pretty good game. Uh, but I did give it a big break throughout the year before finishing it. And then I'd say Ratchet and Clank was another really good one that I played this year, or well, technically last year. That uh, you know, but I I kind of like. I rushed through that game because I wanted to just delete it and then continue on to other games. Since PlayStation has you know like two two gigabytes of storage, <laughs> I mean that's probably the only reason. But Halo is still my top one out of all of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. What about uh? What about you, Marcos? What was your game of the year? Hmm. Okay.
1: Um Dead by
0: Daylight, honestly. Dead by Daylight? Okay. Fair enough. Fair Mainly
1: enough. because uh I got into a community or how should I say this? I wouldn't say into an actual like community community, but into a into a realm, into a sphere of people who play Dead by Daylight a lot. And because of that, like I've realized that Dead by Daylight is, is is a game, a very niche game where um there's different things you can do obviously you can be survivor killer certain sweats certain sweat perks certain sweat characters that items as well but like overall like the game is very unforgiving the game is very frustrating but if you're playing with friends it's also not a fun time with for the killer so it, it's a very nice game very immersive game it's a very sort of balanced game uh whenever it calls for it like i know it's not a new game but to me, I started playing Dead by Daylight. I think in twenty twenty one, or towards the end of twenty twenty. But I only really got into it last year a lot more. So I've been enjoying the heck out of it. So especially with friends. But that's 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 my personal. Uh, that's my personal game of the year.
0: My personal game of the year, as I, I said this, I think a couple episodes ago, was that uh, either either had to be Metro Dread because that game was so good. Like I, I'm still. Working on that fucking dread video, but I, I really enjoyed it. Or it would have to be um, Final Fantasy XIV's Endwalker expansion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That that expansion was such a great way. I finished it um, a couple weeks ago, uh, at least the uh, main story quest, and uh, it was it, it was great. It was it really was like a closer for a ten year story. That now that we're done with that saga. Now the only thing left to do is just to keep going from there and start our new adventures as, as the uh, Warriors of Light. And man, it was it was great. I'm not I didn't get as emotional as other people get, but I will say it did like kind of hit me in certain ways. You know, when you finally like look back at all the shit you've been through and all the ten years of this game, the story being told, and it's just like such a great way to end it. But it's not like the end of the game, but it's like this is the end of this saga, and now we only have uh, everything else to go it was really good like i i really enjoyed it like the everything of, of that expansion was just great um but yeah it had to be either been Metro dread or uh and walker but i'm going to try something different this year i'm going to try my best to uh keep a tally of all the games i play of this year old or new or current or whatever Mm -hmm. i i don't really give a shit about like oh what's the hot new game of you know of this year unless it's a game i legitimately care about i really don't want to give it attention i don't ever want to just like get a game just because it's new because you know me i'm i'm so on the uptake i'm the kind of guy that waits for either the game will go on sale or the game gets better or whatever yep i'd rather just be like you know what let me just not regret it. I'm just gonna wait it out and see uh, what comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm gonna definitely keep track of it. So far, the games I've played uh, starting this year would have to be uh well 14. Now I'm just doing the post MSQ content, and uh, I finally gave this game a shot, and I'm actually looking forward to I might stream it soon. Uh, I finally played a Hunt Showdown, and man, that game is you know we're talking you know Marcos, you were saying earlier about games that are like very tailor-made for certain people or you know like very niche uh uh audiences i think this game is one of them like hunt is one of those games that like i remember hearing about it a couple years ago um from bunny hop and i didn't think much of it It it's like okay this looks kind of cool and then i went on my merry way but all of a sudden the game came back to my consciousness and it wasn't like i was exposed to it again it just suddenly came back to my head and uh i bought it during the steam winter sale and uh i remember i played it like a whole night with one guy who was from Bermuda, and he was playing through a GeForce Experience uh, streaming computer. Yeah, it wasn't easy. I mean, like, at one point, we were extracting, and he was like, oh, no, dude, I'm about to disconnect from my session. And then he, like, (laughs) got disconnected in the game, and then I had to leave. I extracted. He had to get back into the game and fucking log back into the same match I just left, and then he was still able to get extracted. But... Yeah, it, it it was fun, but damn, is it is it difficult? Like, it is punishingly difficult. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm having a blast. I'm actually playing it uh, after we're done recording today. Actually, you guys should give Hunt Showdown a shot. It's really good, really really good. I had my buddy
2: trying to talk me into getting it, in, and I uh, I mean, I've never been fond of that idea. Like, oh yeah, play four v four and then against whatever else is being thrown at you. Well,
0: it's a twelve. 12- player map and your objective is to like find the big monster you're trying to kill um and then try to so, get the bounty hang on you could win e- even by not getting the bounty you just have to survive evolve with 12 well, no players? i wouldn't say evolve well it's way better than evolve well i know i'm just evolve. i'm just saying like well, this game at least has a pulse the other one died on, <laughs> on arrival
2: I, God, I, I still... all i'm saying is like uh i don't know it's just it's never been like that sort of oh wow let me let me play this game sort of feel for me at least i i don't know i'm very particular with my games i don't like to waste my time
0: no i understand i i totally understand some games are, it's just not you know but I, I i definitely recommend it if it ever gets a free weekend uh, i highly yeah, recommend yeah i'll try it if it's and a free shot.
2: weekend you just gotta remind me that's all i mean will do marcos
1: I think when it comes to gaming as a whole, a lot of people are comparing the old school to the new school about like, hey, uh, when I was a kid, I played this game when I did, when I, uh, when me and my friends played this game, I I, I feel like with the, as the, you know, the tides of time wash over everything, uh, gaming as a whole will obviously change as well. A lot of people want to hold on to what's old and what they know, but like, honestly, like, I I grew out of Halo. I know Halo now is, like, a, an amazing game. But, like, I don't have that... That... What do you call it? That urge to, nostalgic like... nostalgic bond. I wouldn't say bond. I was just, like... The emotion isn't really quite there anymore. Like, to play it, like, as crazy. Like... Because I just moved on to different things. Like, one of my favorite games... of My favorite game of all time... It will still always be Fallout New Vegas. Only because of how, like... Different it was how I changed the meta for myself because it wasn't just like hey go to this place and just shoot. This place actually like gave you like actual reasoning, actual, like, hey, you need to do this this thing, and hear the moral implications behind it. People are involved, and sure, it's just a bunch of codes, a bunch of ones and zeros, but like it's still like like if you took the game seriously, you're just like, damn, should I turn this guy in? Should I not? Should I kill the people of this town? Should I let go the prisoners who are going to destroy the town? What should I do? Like 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 stuff like that like leads you into like this this into this path of like really self like questioning your own morals and putting them to the test. Obviously through a through a video game. But like a lot of games, like I just don't really play too much. Like the same old school stuff. Like I still play COD because it's still COD, right? Like it's the one that I can still be like Like, yeah, brain brain dead
0: dead about it's a safe bet.
2: Play, yeah, it's a
0: safe bet. It's like junk food, you know. You bag, you don't buy a bag of Doritos and be like, Oh man, I hope this bag of Doritos is full of fucking carbs. So, like,
2: Battlefield, this Battlefield, even though it's getting a bad rap, it's, it's it's not as bad as everybody's making it out to be. Like, Portal is pretty impressive, and then you have uh, but they got rid of Rush. Actually, I was on it the other day, they still had
1: Rush on there they did oh, yeah. okay all i know is that it's it's only getting worse
2: community wise like the game sure it's whatever because like I think, the, the glitches I are think fun. the but... issue is is that more and more of these companies are relying on the microtransactions as a steady income and they're just putting all their focus into the microtransactions rather than the actual game itself which that's not a good thing of course no. not hey we're
0: gonna we're gonna release a product that is dog shit, but you know what? We're gonna make microtransactions so we make sure that our bottom dollar is still secured. Yep.
1: Which is why I didn't like the whole idea that uh uh what do you call it, that Halo was still in this beta but you can still put money into it. Like that yep. was like yikes, big old yikes.
0: It's, like, why bother to make the integrity of your game actually good, you know? Yeah. So fucking stupid. You know, and funny enough, Marcos, you know, I, I showed you guys that uh, little Dark Age video, you know, because everybody likes making those edits. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, we were looking back at all these, like, games and stuff like that, and people say, oh, man, like, we we live at a time where, like, microtransactions and bat- battle royales and this and that. But I the way I look at it is, like, well, that's with most things in life. There, It's called trends. Like, there, there's a reason why... You know, back then that was like the birth of the DLC, the map pack. You know, every yeah. genre, every decade or time frame, all had their own little thing. You know, it's not like a, a universal time that everything was perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Just our time with our back in the day, we used to have map packs that split up the community. Now it's fucking season passes, or or it's uh it's just a lot of it's just things it's just there's always going to be something bad in every j- decade it's like when people say oh yeah man the 60s were great yeah but the racism wasn't so you know you got to take the good with the bad in that situation you know of course
2: i, I think I, when it comes to no go ahead i should go ahead. i just think that microtransactions i think they're good but i think that they're implemented way too heavily like i feel like you know these free-to-play games I understand the free to play games. Halo was kind of a different story. It didn't really need to be twenty dollars for each bundle or fifteen dollars or ten dollars. You know, they could have had it like three and seven, ten being the max. Because not only are people buying the campaign, like they could have just they could have since they attached the free to play to the campaign, they could have just had it as a cheaper version. Just like um just like the older call it like just like Call of Duty games, you know, before Warzone, all these games they have the microtransactions in them, and yet these these bundles are stupid expensive. And and yeah, season passes are just like oh man, just skin bundles. I know, but still, like it's just the thought. It's it's the fact that you're paying sixty dollars for a product, and then you're paying right. you're paying like I know with with map packs and stuff like that, you're paying extra. But at least when that content's done, you're not spending any more money. Like you have all the content. With microtransactions, it's taken away the urge to to like show off what you've earned in video games. You know, it's like, now it's, oh, look at how much money I've spent on this bundle and look how much money I've spent on that bundle.
0: Yeah, you don't want to go to Fortnite and have a default skin, man. I was getting made fun of by a bunch of 12 year olds. (laughs)
2: Better go get, get your, your V-Bucks. Bucks.
1: But the one thing yeah. that that did bring up is, like, you divided the actual community by having map packs. Right. You couldn't access certain things because it's became the paywall.
2: Well, that's why you you go and you look at, like, um, I, I don't want to reference Halo 5, but Halo 5, honestly, like, I think in a way it did things good, in another way it did things bad, so them relying Mm -hmm. just on the rec system for cosmetics and and weapons and stuff like that was a terrible idea had it just been like warzone cosmetics and warzone weapons and stuff like that i would have been fine with but you know it was like three dollars just for a gold pack that's a reasonable price if you ask me three bucks Mm -hmm. you get that that's your microtransaction you know you're getting something random and that's going to be the end of it. Then you have... Uh... But that's like loot box territory right there, my dude. Yes, yes. But if it's if it's gauged towards one part of the game rather than the entire game and you're able to earn it freely, shouldn't it not be an issue? I mean, Halo was, wasn't really egregious with their loot boxes. This is why it never made it onto the big news like other games did. Call of Duty. Um, but like I feel like that would have been a perfect balance had they mixed kind of like how had how they had Halo Three armor unlocks, maybe a little bit of Halo Reach armor unlocks. I'm just I know I'm talking about Halo,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: this is just like like reference. Like you you get the earnables. We need a point of reference. Yeah, so you have earnables, you have buyables with credit, and then you have your your random like. I wouldn't want to call it a loot box, but similar to a loot box where it's, here's this $3 bundle. You know, you could, I don't want to, well, then it, it would be a loot box. But like, you know, you have your cheaper bundles because you're paying for the video game in the first place. Like these free-to-play games, I understand 100%. You know, these people are, are sending out a product for free. They're not earning a dollar off of the actual game. They're earning dollars off of the microtransaction. But like you have that and then, then you have all these major games that do the season pass. I get it. You know. I I'm just I'm very tired with the way video games is right now. It's it's every every game has a battle pass. There's you know, every game has that the FOMO where, you know, if you miss this day, then oh no, you're gonna miss out on tier whatever, and then you won't get it later on where you make tier one hundred or whatever. There's a lot of games that have The season passes, like, yeah, they have the quote-unquote free DLC, but it's actually just updates to add in maps, which, heck, if you go and look at Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 3 didn't have a season pass. They gave out free maps.
1: Yeah, yeah, but they still had packs that you had to buy, regardless yeah. of the fact that you... But the neat didn't... thing about
2: Modern Warfare 3 was you could turn off the DLC and just play the base map, so you wouldn't be separated. Again,
0: splitting up the, ter- the player yeah, base.
2: Yeah, that's not an argument for it, that's an like argument
1: against it. What... The thing is like even cod now you can play cod just fine you'll you won't develop a community anyway sure you may not get the same skins because of the battle pass the only some weapons right the only thing that i can like the argument for not getting like like the battle pass was sort of like pay to win was the um uh what's what was her name meta guns no what was her oh, name rose skin rose, rose skin, skin right mm-hmm. that one was all blacked out and people were having an issue and it took them a while to actually like actually freaking like fix that issue Mm -hmm. so that being said the um uh there was also a point where the mac 10 from cold war there was a blueprint at the very end was broken af because it
0: did more damage
1: and people were like well that's dumb but those are just like bad coded. yeah you know what i think is
0: also egregious i just thought about this right i've been noticing with like the new vanguard map that dropped on warzone the fact that if you don't have Vanguard and the progression is so fucking slow in that game, I imagine how difficult it must have been to level up your weapons if you didn't play the uh the game the Vanguard before you started
2: playing Warzone. Oh, the good thing about it's Warzone, for War. you um you earn experience just from holding the gun. Like, yeah. True,
0: but I feel like that's still longer though. Mm, uh,
1: kind of, yeah. Um, what was it? it was the same thing for Cold War, but when. They dropped double EXP events. People just played Plunder because Plunder would always give you... Well, one, respawns, and two, um, you're able to use your loadout from the get-go. So, one thing that at least... that uh, Of course, Raven has to do their own game, but of course, Activision wants you to buy the base game... uh, Regardless, because that's 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 their whole shtick. Of course, they want you to buy the base game, so then you can take those weapons and follow the meta and take them over to Warzone. That's that's not super like crazy, and it's an actual smart move. Um, you don't really divide the community that way. But what does suck for a lot of people is that they spent all their time grinding up one meta weapon, and then like once they get that weapon to the level they wanted then it, it to be, then it gets patched. Then it gets patched, mm-hmm. and they got to
0: do it for another I, I weapon. Think th- the dmr uh that that was like the one time where i was just like i can't play this game anymore like i'm the dmr like, not they... the
2: 725
0: no i think it <laughs> was the dmr
1: cool. yeah the dmr was literally the worst
0: time probably I was like ever. the most egregious thing ever it was so like ah oh god it was so aggravating i i just i couldn't stand it man it was that one part you would get three like, right, shot cool. dude uh,
1: in under a second you would get three shot
0: exactly it was like it was ridiculous it was like you know what until they patch this thing out i'm not playing Warzone.
1: you couldn't even react because of how nope. quick the time to kill was and then went to the m16 and og which even then you still couldn't react before getting wrecked and then they nerfed them heavily which honestly it was what it was but like it was it was horrible back then right like compared to now right but wait but, no yeah. no it's bad i I don't know
0: the new the new warzone map is not really doing wonders for me and uh i I would argue that it's even worse apparently that uh people are saying that ever since this new update came out for the warzone apparently Modern warfare 2019 is unplayable um even to an extent warzone as well but uh yeah i just ironically i just started to play fortnite and i'm learning how to play that game and i'm actually having fun with that the silence is deafening (laughs) i
1: will say though that even now warzone still has its issues like people um what do you call it like there's the uh the
0: the numbers of bugs I no, remember no. The one there was this bug that really pissed me off about it. the first time i tried to play the new warzone update the game would uh, auto on ads me or ads me at random god i oh, that pissed me off yeah so but much. you also
1: toggle to ads so you have no right to talk you disgusting. Ew, why real. the fuck
0: would you hold the ADS? why wouldn't you You're s-
2: yeah, why wouldn't you, bro? That's kinda why would you? That's disgusting, do, do bro. Do you hold an aim when you're aiming down a sight of a weapon in real life? Yes. Do, all no, right then. I
0: don't because I'm not holding a, a fucking gun. I'm holding a mouse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's kinda that's kinda cringe, dude. Not gonna not gonna lie. But I will say though that like even Nelson's Vanguard brought in the ten perk the the ten yeah, ten attachment system back uh, to a weapon, yeah. um it's really changed the, uh, the, the the landscape of everything. So, uh, one thing about Warzone that's being afflicted right now is like back then I think in Modern Warfare it was a snake shot akimbo, uh, three fifty seven magnums that mm-hmm. made shit really really bad. Now it's and now it's the uh, oh for Cold War it was the uh, Diamante uh, oh, Kimbo yeah. Full auto yep. Fully auto With extended no, no, mags and... No it wasn't fully auto It was It was not fully auto It was three round burst But it was still but like it was 27 mags. bullets yeah. for each one No it was
2: like right? It was like eight. It was 40 bullets In each one when you no, had the when you had the extended mag, it was forty bullets. Mm-hmm. In yeah, the
0: extended mag. You could just I've seen them. You, I've seen a team yeah, yeah. run them. They run into a staircase, just hold both triggers. Everywhere. Well, look,
1: I maxed out the gun and through zombies, and from my memory, it was twenty seven bullets per per mag per extended mag. And then you had them both. Regardless, you would never run out of ammo once you wiped out a, a team. You yeah. can, and then it's a pistol. You 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 just reload. Then came the um uh the Sykov, uh pistols where you freaking akimbo those, and each gun had 80 bullets, uh each gun had yeah 80, 80 rounds, and it was full auto, and everything was crazy. So like yeah, so now the meta is having a akimbo do uh like oh well, yeah a akimbo double barrel shotguns with incendiary ammo and sawed-off barrel, and that, like, you, you can't contest it. And how fast it reloads, like, there's no way around it. Yeah, there you is. Can't really, there's a way to, you can't really. There's a way
2: around it. What's the way around it? You stay away from people like that.
1: Well, here's the thing, Kenny. <laughs> it's a battle royale. You can't <laughs> stay away. Yeah, you it can, It closes Marcos. in
2: circles. Yeah,
0: you can, true way to win. The true way to win the game is to uninstall it, because the real way <laughs> to win is to not play the game at all. No, the true mm. way to
2: win is to do the stim glitch like they did back in the day. True. That is true. Or under the map glitch. Under the map glitch, stim, the stim glitch. I don't know, man.
0: Something about Warzone just feels so fucking shoddy for for a game this big in development. And with, with the develop. I don't know. I just find, I, I don't know, man. It's like, I feel like, don't they really test this game out? I don't, I, I don't I mean, think so,
1: honestly. Well, one thing that I've mentioned multiple times in this podcast is, isn't so much the developers themselves not testing things out. It's obviously – and this is my thing with, like, companies, with with politics even as a whole. Like, shareholders really, really, really have a – have a heavy um, hand
2: in the gaming industry.
1: Right. So, who cares? Like, developers don't really care about the, the customers – uh what they want all they really care about is their bottom dollar well it's not the developers
2: it's actually the the management shareholders
1: wait didn't i say shareholders my bad no so yeah yeah. oh my bad so the shareholders don't really care about the customer's uh experience they'll care about is their bottom dollar developers they're trying their best but obviously they're the chain of command isn't really like helping them out in any way but so like People keep saying like, "Hey, like, don't they test it out? Of course they test it out. Of course they knew this shit was going down. Of course Treyarch knew that uh, zombies in Vanguard was was wasn't like the best. But like, what can they do? They were spread out thin, and they were forced to finish this in record time. So like, it, like people were upset, sure, rightly so. But you're pointing the anger at the wrong spot, and the developers get the brunt of it. Yeah, they do because it's n- it's not the developers for the most part. If if anyone wanted to, they they just Released the game a year later they felt like it uh because they needed more time and obviously no developer worth their salt uh d- doesn't want to freaking uh you guys remember that they're not proud of
2: you guys remember a time when you know games had to release in complete version
1: uh i don't rarely a lot of games never release in completed versions like there's still bugs oh, there's still yeah, a lot of like have, issues you're gonna have
2: like little bugs and stuff like But I'm talking about, like, look at the N64 games. There's no updating those cartridges.
1: No, but even then, a lot of exploits and a lot of bugs were found. And guess what? They can't do much, but you need to play the game within the confines and bounds that are set already for you. And if you don't go out looking for shit, then, yeah, sure, you'll find. You won't find it, and you'll have a pleasant experience. Much like if you play a single player of any of these first-person shooters. Like, you play Vanguard multiplayer you have a different experience compared to just playing the campaign the campaign is beautiful the campaign is great it actually has a good story but like when it I, comes to like i'm just N64 talking about stuff in general here,
2: like like look at halo 3 yeah then had the map packs but you didn't really need them i i remember playing halo 3 and not needing the map packs it, mm, sure but you could still say like the game was still bugged from the get-go it still has bugs now it was, uh, i mean it's just it needs to be updated it's just glitches that you can get outside the map i mean it's nothing like game breaking or you know like oh look at cyberpunk for instance that that game was broken day one for a lot of people right
1: of course and that's the thing that well, again like it's a shareholder thing versus a developer thing of course. you really can't you, you have to appease one and ruin the other because obviously, like with Halo Infinite, like Microsoft didn't give a shit. This was supposed to be their cash cow, and they turned it into their cash cow. They needed it to be their cash cow, so they they said they bit the bullet. And they're like, sure, whatever. We're going to extend this game out a year, one more year. And like, even though there's still issues with the game itself, like, well, even they though... they knew
2: they needed to push it back a year because had had yeah, it came though... had it came out the way it did, um, I think Halo would have probably not been existent after this after halo infinite when it came out last year yeah it would have died off
1: like it, it wouldn't it wouldn't it would be another year another more like speaking ha-
2: about half a year a uh, half a decade of bad halo games yeah
0: speaking about uh halo infinite and dying isn't the player base for halo infinite like really gone down recently mm, i mean it goes uh, having... down by
2: like two percent a day i think it is what is let me see the Steam charts for Halo Infinite. That's only indicative of, that... of just Steam's version.
0: True, very true. But I'm just using that as like just as a as gauge. A I mean, there's not yeah. that
2: many people that are playing it off of Steam. Believe it or not, if, if you're playing it, you're playing it with Game Pass. Really,
0: true. But you know, some people only just play it on Steam. And they only care yeah. about like the multiplayer, like me. All right, so it's not that bad. It's like four, like almost forty k. Yeah, it's, that's that's not bad, okay,
2: to... and that's just on Steam. I mean, imagine you have the Game Pass, right. and Windows Store version, you have the Xbox version, you have the Xbox One version. I mean, there's plenty of, plenty of. I, I,
1: I love speaking about player count. I love how Kenny defended Battlefield 2042, saying it's not that bad of a game, but its player base is less than its previous installment. Oh yeah, uh, I know. So like Battlefield, even wait, wait, let me see. Battlefield Four is getting close to the amount of concurrent players that is in. Yeah, um, yep,
2: I heard about that.
1: And then I think Battlefield One, w- w- which one was the one before Twenty Forty Two? Five, five, right? Battlefield Five has way more players on it concurrently. Well, that's because Battlefield of the hype One,
2: Battlefield Twenty
1: Forty Two. No, but yeah, hype when the game prior to coming out the game is already out and people are like i'm gonna go back to battlefield five and battlefield one yeah. because i'm not gonna play this game and guess what yeah, but 2042 what like even recently everyone was popping off saying like even hackers don't want to develop hacks for the game anymore because the the best anti-cheat battlefield has ever the de- dice has ever developed was well <laughs> um a bad game no no uh, what was it yeah uh cheat software developer wants to play, wants to develop a game uh for a game that no one wants to play because
0: it's not profitable <laughs> it's not profitable right
1: so how ironic the best anti-cheat system to date is just having a bad game so yeah it's all do they need sucks. to get
2: needs to get on board with that one
1: it sucks that that's that's the condition that's the uh results of what's happening now to battle battlefield 2042 but well it's ea EA loves killing off big and beloved companies, right? So right. uh it, it's just another day and another, another day. It, it's another day in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I wonder what their plan is to be coming up with this
2: 24 with
1: 2042. Um Yeah, I I'm wonder sure how, they're gonna, how they're going
2: to how they're going to brill like real people back in. I know that they're coming out with the season pass for the game, which here we go. Ah, yeah. money. Season yes. pass again. Another one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, after release. Oh, wait, so they released a season pass after the game botches yeah. launch? Yeah. That's a really good to intent- I people. mean, hey, They're at players? least it's not
2: Anthem.
1: Yeah, but Anthem oh, at least Anth- did the honorable thing and literally disconnected everything.
0: Yeah, like they- it lifted itself up from its deathbed and unplugged the life support. <laughs> yeah. Saved the nurses some trouble.
1: Now, they did say they were going to work on it. Yeah, they to- said, they-
2: oh, yeah, we're going to come out with the Anthem 2.0. I guess they realized development was going to cause too much for the game. And it wasn't worth their time. So they said, yeah, right. that's, that's going to be canned. So you guys you guys have fun on the Christmas update, and, and that's going to be the end of the game.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think they've ever officially said that they're going to stop developing it. They, it's still hush-hush. Did.
0: Hush. did they?
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't know.
0: Yeah, developers can say they are stopped developing. They might still like do patchwork and stuff like that. But as far as like, content goes, they could just say, all right, this is it. This is the last content patch, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, right here.
2: Anthem 2.0 has been officially cancelled by EA and Bioware. Oh, okay. With any new development uh... on the game coming to an end, in spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, a.k.a. Anthem Next. Oh, right. That's what it was. That's what they were working on. Yeah.
1: A new Anthem. I will say, though, that the... uh, What do you call this? Uh, When it comes to... When it comes to just actually, I wanted to point out something that you brought up, Kenny, about battle passes. Uh, I, I see you, your disdain for battle passes, and I get it. I understand, but multiple times, at least in this podcast, you defended Halo Infinite's battle pass, even um, though it's still a battle pass. I
2: I get didn't really defend it. It was I was talking about uh, what was it?
0: You're saying that it was going to get improved? Yeah, about
2: the yeah. Because I mean, it it needs improvement. Granted, yes, it's still a battle pass, but it still needs improvement. I overall I'm I'm t- I, I am tired of battle passes. Even the Halo one. I just finished it today. Like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of well I've finished the call I, of, a lot of the Call of Duty ones. You know, it's not like I'm against them. I just don't think that they should be in every freaking multiplayer game that's out there. I don't mind it. The way Call of Duty did it, I don't mind it mainly because you still level
1: up as Like it's free. You like just to just the more when you play, you get battle pass exp. Yeah, sure you can't unlock everything, but you'll get something. And like like season pass, battle pass, whatever you want to call it. But like the stuff you get, like the main things that they add is two new weapons, and that's always free in the battle pass. Um, So one thing that I liked about Fallout seventy six, even though you know the game has a lot of issues, is you there is a season pass, battle pass that is free. But if you have Fallout First, their subscription-based thing, um, uh, what is it? You get an extra, like, 15, 20 items that really don't break the game in any way. It's just, like, extra, like, hey, here's extra this or extra that. Like, it's it, it's not, like, like, it's not even worth getting Fallout First to get the extra shit so like the the battle pass for fallout 76 it's you do daily tasks you do daily objectives and then weekly objectives and then you get exp for um for, for the season pass okay, so those
2: 20 items that you just mentioned why wouldn't you just make it an earnable oh uh, because they want money and it's See? fallout i'm, 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 not, I'm not, not i'm not talking about fallout. i'm not I'm just, defending head i'm, him. Just I'm, talking I'm about not defending fallout I'm just like talking the way about you defend it. halo I'm I'm just just saying that it's bad. I'm just talking about in general. I mean... Well, yeah, yeah, of course. I get it.
1: But their Battle Pass, relative to uh, Call of Duties, their Battle Pass is actually, like, surprisingly Mm -hmm. not scummy. It's not scummy. Like, it's like you get free shit regardless. Like I
2: said, there's there's some games that, that, rightly so, have a Battle Pass, and it makes sense to have it in that video game. I mean heck look at, look at all the the battle like the battle royale games they all have battle passes i don't complain about that i mean free to play to begin with and like kudos to them that's their way of putting in new content into the game but like you have right. you have there's other means you know what i mean like challenges or uh i don't know the updates how they did like the map packs back in the day or i mean there's just different ways to do it you know Earnables through the campaign or through the campaign DLC, or you know, (laughs) there's just other avenues that they can be adding these things in, trickling it with little updates here and there rather than here's a hundred items every month or every three months or however long the battle pass is for that particular game. And once it's gone, it's gone. So, good luck!
1: Yeah, that's one thing I did like about. At least with COD Battle Passes. Because with Fallout, like... In my example with Fallout, once this Battle Pass is gone, it's gone. But with COD... Call of Duty, it's the uh, same thing. No, no, no. But the free guns. The the free guns. Right, right. The main thing about these Battle Passes that anyone looks forward to is the free weapons. Because they're new weapons. They change the meta. They change how things sometimes, right? So you can still earn these guns. It's just now you need to do challenges. Which are just fine. But the one thing... I will now end with this, with Battle Pass. Because... Uh, this episode's gone long enough is that Mm -hmm. one thing that um, you you as a developer and this is what's going on now with with WoW with any MMO uh, one thing I love about Warframe is the combat is unlike any other MMO out there that combat is so damn fluid and sexy you can't freaking compete warframes mmo combat to any other game their pvp may not be as well but their pve is like is godly right however retention is very important to any massive online game or any multiplayer game to be in fact uh uh, for that uh, for that matter the thing with um both mmos and, and any typical multiplayer game is retention and bringing in new people right with these challenges these big challenges that everyone wants to be a part of like like Look at Halo Reach, right? Halo Reach had amazing oh yeah, armor weekly, designs.
2: Weekly challenges, armor design, customization. Yeah, but you needed I to mean, do
1: challenges, right? Hey, yeah. you wanted a black visor? You needed to do this challenge. Hey, you wanted a flaming head? You needed to do this well, challenge. You don't have to hey, do them. Need- it
2: was just to accrue credits faster. Right. But that so was what I liked one- about Halo 3 was you play the campaign on Legendary. Here's armor piece. Like, you have stuff to show for right, you. Right.
1: What I'm saying is, is that now, given this multiplayer or given this new, given this new era of gaming, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people are more involved into gaming. Because I mean, even back then, even when we were kids, uh, we were still in that era of like, oh, you play video games ill, right? But now everyone plays video games, so now it's no longer seen as a stigma. So now a lot more people are playing. So people want to get everything that they can in the game without getting too crazy. There are certain c- Things you can't get because you're like, I'm not going to get that. But you want the majority of the experience. That's why a lot of people complain about Dark Souls difficulty because I, I paid for this game so I should get the most thing. Mm-hmm. It's not, like the, most of the things that I, I, I want I should get, right? That entitled mentality leads into like you, you should look into it as well as for like multiplayer games. Hey, I want that skin. And guess what? Our our shareholders want money. So we're going to develop a battle pass because uh, money, right? And we're going to develop all these things because if, if you want this certain skin or you want this gun cool. early... Like you, you like buy. my
2: first like my first thing you can still have your bundles so you can buy skins you can oh yeah, you can have your credits so you can buy certain pieces that you know you might like or you earn premium currency by playing the game and slowly accrue that that currency very slowly um or you can earn certain items like I don't know, let's talk about call of duty for instance, let's say you beat the campaign on on legendary or not legendary you beat the campaign on veteran. And it gives you, like, some sort of gun an variant and an achievement. Or it gives yeah. you a character skin, or it unlocks a character for you. I mean, like, something to say, I earned this, I feel rewarded that I earned this, and play and spent my time playing through something. Like, that's one big gripe I have with Halo Infinite, is the multiplayer yeah. unlocks, and you get nothing for, for beating the game on Legendary.
0: Yeah, because it's separate. But, yeah, I see what you mean. It's completely disconnected from the multiplayer experience. But I think we're going to go ahead and leave it at that, folks, because uh, I think this episode has been going on a little too long. Um, but with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's wrap. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the DKM podcast. We hopefully we hope that you guys started your uh, new <laughs> year off better than how it was before. And I and I, 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 I todged myself. Yeah. Um, but... The point is, though, I'm gl- I hope you guys are starting out the new year well. I hope everybody uh, gets their New Year's resolutions down and. Makes uh, 2022 better than it was last year. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, join our Discord server. We would love to have you along for the, our little community. Um, we're going to still try our best to get our show on uh, as many streaming platforms as possible for you guys to listen to. As you guys know, you can watch or listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor and other streaming services. And with that, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye. Have a good one. Until next time, see you later.